I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Blackout Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we're live on a late night after 9 p.m. on the East Coast, okay? We are we are hanging out and being bad, okay? <laughs> honey, yes, honey. I took me a good little nap, honey. If it wasn't for that, I don't think I'd have made it. Yeah, so the reason we're recording late, first of all, uh, everywhere you go to get podcasts, search the Blackout Tips. If somehow you're listening to this in someone's car, uh, overhearing it on someone's Bluetooth speaker, the Blackout Tips, go look up our podcast, subscribe, like it, leave us five-star reviews on our Apple Podcasts. We love those. We read them on the show every week. The official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport. Ball. And bullet ball extreme extreme. Um, so we're recording late today because um, I had to move um my Airbnb all impromptu and shit. I thought I was gonna be able to do it tomorrow, um, because uh, they had emailed me. So for those that aren't keeping up with the Airbnb saga, <clears throat> this is now be my third Airbnb <laughs> this trip. The first one was because. The way I found out I was coming back to New York, it was literally like I texted my EP, executive producer, and said, hey, the schedule looks like uh, we're starting next Monday. That that doesn't seem right because no one's told me right. when to come back. And he's Nothing. like, <laughs> just like, ain't nobody told me shit. Yeah, he's like, yeah, not just that, but we need you back. Right? Like Monday, you need like, to be yeah. here. You, need, you actually... But if any if you are very important, you actually need to be here, sir. And I was very <laughs> unsettled by it, but I I figured it out. I got here, you know. Shout out to me. Um, this trip has definitely proven I can do more stuff than I thought I could do, you know. And so Come on through flexible. Yeah, so I made it back. It took me a while to get a routine and get everything under control. Get my, you know, routines to kind of help with my anxiety and stuff. And I, and I was able to do that. And then, um, I got to the Airbnb I wanted to go to, you know, the original one. And I was happy in there and everything was fine. Mm -hmm. I had my routine. I know everything is. Um, and I got a phone call from the person at the Airbnb one day when I was at work and it was like, Hey, would you like to go to a different, um, um, Airbnb for me? in the same building it's just a floor up and you just you know would need to move your stuff there and right. i and at first i couldn't really understand what they were saying so i was just kind of like because i was at work and i had my mask on and people were in my room i was like yeah i don't know i like i, I don't think so thank you and i just hung you know like i'm uh, not like should have texted <laughs> me because i really couldn't understand but then later i got back and i thought about it and i said well you know I'm not even really sure what I said yes or no to. So I called, I texted them to say, what exactly did you want? And they said, well, there's a, like a single mom or somebody that's coming here that really wants that Airbnb. And, um, and it would be helping out this person that, that runs the Airbnb or it's not even Airbnb, mm -hmm. but whatever. They, I'd be helping them out to come up to this location and let her stay down there. And, he said and it was funny because we were texting <clears throat> and i was just like 
I think I had just put my phone down for a second. I got a text from somewhere else. And when I went back, I think maybe because I was taking too long to respond, it was like, and I'll give you a discount for your last month. And I was like, well, sure. <laughs> you know, if is he says it's a nicer yeah, it's place. It's one floor. It's one right. floor. It has a um a patio outside. So there's like a little private area where you can sit outside. It's, it's small, but <clears throat> you can sit out there and chill and stuff. And I said, mm-hmm. okay, sure. You know, like no big deal. And so they said, and you okay. saving me money. Yeah. And they're saving me money and said at the end of the month, you know, I hit you up or whatever. I said, cool. So obviously the, today is the end of the month and they had sent me some information through email. Like, Hey, here's the new location, the new apartment number and the code to get in and all that stuff. I said, cool, cool, cool. No problem. And I uh, shout out to, to just my anxiety and my nervousness. Cause I, I always double check stuff like this. So I emailed them back uh-huh. and said, what day am I moving in? Right. And they said the first. Okay. Today's 28. I said, okay, cool. The first. So, um, the emails they send have like these interesting checkout hours that are like, you know, check out. It's like a hotel check out at like 11 a.m. But then check in is until like three because they need to have people come in and, and they clean it they and, clean. and right. you know, wash all the linen and replace shit and, you know, all that stuff. And so I'm sitting up there and I'm like, well, I got to go to work. I'm not right. going to really be able to move, move until probably, uh, you know, five, six o'clock at night, probably at the earliest, you know? And so something told me to text them. I said, Hey, so I do have to work tomorrow. So I won't really be checking out until like tomorrow night. And, right. and this is the same thing happened at the other Airbnb too. You know, I just wanted to double check. And he was mm-hmm. like, Oh no, um, that person's coming in tomorrow. Is it possible for you to just move out tonight? Because the other place is already ready for you to go. Uh, okay. And okay. so that's we were going to do this show probably about five o'clock, five thirty today, but I moved, you know. And it took me not that it's it like so. If I would have been able to do this tomorrow, I would have woke up, packed, went to work, and it just took everything upstairs. Mm-hmm. But I had to pack then take everything upstairs scared the shit out of my new neighbor up here we we <sighs> the hazards of being a they big, didn't know you was coming hazards of being a big black guy like she mm-hmm. like she was coming up the stairs when i was getting in the elevator on one of my many trips to the second floor and back up and all this shit and so mm-hmm. she uh came in the stairs and the elevator was closing <laughs> As she was coming in, and I think we did, she didn't see me, and I didn't really see her. I just heard like a noise and looked up. I had my headphones on, and she like jumped, you know, and I jumped. I'm like, oh shit! And then she uh went in, went into her apartment or whatever. But you know, I had to make a lot of trips, so I'm just going back and forth to up up and down the stairs. Upstairs, I mean, right. up and down the elevator, because mm-hmm. that's the thing. I wasn't gonna take the stairs because it was just too many trips. It was like twenty some trips probably. And so, you know, I'm just taking the elevator back. And then this time I took the elevator down and I guess she had went to get something from the first floor and the elevator opened and she was in it and I was standing there and we both jumped. I was like, oh, <laughs> <And> then, 
<laughs> What's about you and scaring people? You scared the us. You scared the cleaner lady. <laughs> I know. She was so funny. Everybody's screaming. You screaming. They screaming. And we she, all screaming. She apologized. She was like, "Oh no, second time." I was like, "I know." I I I was just laughing too hard to even be offended or whatever and i i didn't see her again but i basically next time i see her i'm just gonna introduce myself because i just right. i'm only gonna be here for a month but i can't we can't be scaring each other every fucking time we see each other it's i'm not a <laughs> fright each other to death right we probably both each other's worst fucking fear you know right you're perf- both introverts going yeah. okay well no i'm saying i'm big black dude and she's a, a white woman i'm Neither one of us want. I don't want no problems, no smoke. Okay, right. I don't, she don't no, want it either. I don't want no Karen issues, and and I'm sure she don't mm-hmm. want no black man issues. I just want to do my podcast and go to work. But, um, mm-hmm. but yeah. So that was uh, that, that was my <laughs> evening and stuff, and I got everything. That's set hilarious. Up. But yeah, everything everything other than that is is good. And um, you know, we talked on the phone earlier today, but you know, mm-hmm. I just. Was I needed to also check the sound and make sure everything was set up with this okay. so we could record. And so I, it was. I'm glad I did this because I had messed up a switch or something and it and it wasn't picking up the mixer for a second. Oh shit! And then the volume levels, because guys, I don't know what it is about audio equipment. It don't matter what the fuck you said to that. If you unplug it and plug it back in, it ain't going. Sometimes it, it, everything really, goes default. Sometimes yeah, like an update can happen to your laptop or fucking mm-hmm. you know the one of these. Like for some reason, Chrome uh stopped working right with Firefox on this laptop. I mean with with crowdcast on his laptop so if i'm on chrome and i and i'm broadcasting with you if i mm-hmm. open up any other window check any other thing it just starts click it like making a little popping sound in the background not a lot not long but just enough where i'm like i can't use chrome right now but it chrome used to be the only thing it worked with now I'm back to firefox which used to have issues with delays so i don't know <laughs> ah, what's happening here so it's just really, uh, really, you know, just so, so this is a good test run. I don't know how long we'll do. We'll probably talk some news and pop culture, some current events, some life stuff, but you know, just, this is mostly just to make sure I can do the sound check, upload to YouTube, upload to. And, and all that stuff. Yeah. 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 And, uh, 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 or, what I guess is we done started the show. Uh, we can do uh, uh, the Karen uh, NBA talk. Uh, I've been going to the games. Uh, yeah. I have. I had a good time. I went to the game Saturday with your dad, and I went to the game yesterday with your mom. And the Hornets won both. They're on a six-game uh, winning streak. So let's go Hornets. Uh, the only downside is uh, Lamelo got like a fraction in his foot. I want to say a fracture. So yeah. a fracture, mm-hmm. and so he'll be out for the rest of the season. I was like, yeah, not yeah, yeah, we ain't, we ain't going nobody's playing, play out game. So, yeah, sit his ass down. Like it's okay. Yeah, like ain't nobody complaining. Yeah. Um, but it was fun to actually go to the game games and they have been actually winning and stuff. So, I've really been yeah, having we, a good We're game. on like a five game winning streak after a seven game losing streak. We're 9 and 9 in like the last 18 games. We're definitely trending in the right direction. Everyone was getting healthy fucking uh even gordon was looking good because he right? was he was he's finally healthy for the first time really since the beginning Kelly of the Oubre season was back after he uh after his from his arm he had yeah, cast finger. off yeah his wrist or whatever um 
Terry, of course, consummate professional. He's really been a rock this year. I think, you know, I listen to uh, some Hornets podcasts, Locked On Hornets and stuff like that, mm-hmm. Buzzbeat. And, you know, whenever you're having a down year, it's just tough. You know, like fans, especially if you talk about the team every day, like you eventually kind of turn on the team. You look for places to blame shit. And I think, you know, to me, there's not a lot of blame to be handed out. I know that, you Mm -hmm. know, people like that feel differently, but it's just it's the rotten fucking luck of this year. Even even Melo getting hurt right now is just it's like. In a way, it's like a good thing because if you're going to be at the bottom picking a lottery pick, I'd rather it happen because you tried your best, but shit just was too fucked up and you couldn't do nothing. Then you tank. Me too. Yeah. Because <clears throat> a lot of people kept talking about tanking. I was like, what the fuck we going to tank for? Yeah. Between Miles Bridges, domestic violence stuff, um, and all the injuries, it just was not going to happen for us this year. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel bad for, you know... Um, coach clifford and all that stuff but um it, it's it's still they 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 put an entertaining product on the floor they try mm-hmm. you know and um this is this has just been like an unfortunate year but yeah i saw that last night and was like damn you know we just all ball the luck so um but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm i'm glad that you been getting to go and enjoy the games Yes, I have. I've been enjoying the game. And um, maybe it's just me, and maybe it was probably because it was a Saturday game when I went with your dad. But who knew the, the fucking heat rolled so deep? It was a lot of them. I was like, God damn, there's a lot of heat fans up in this bitch. Well, I think that's um, just – I think that's just because we're doing so bad. I don't think it's uh, – Okay. Uh, like, I think part of that is just, like, those are tickets that would have went to Hornets fans, but once you're doing okay. so bad, then you just sell your tickets. Not that we have the biggest home court advantage, but when we're good, right. you know, it's more Hornets fans in there than not. And I just think this year is the year of like, if you want a cheap team, cheap ticket to see your team while they're in town. Come on, the Celtics, boy, with some games, it was. I was like, I don't know, they. I'm looking like, mm, they, they might not know us. Yeah, the Celtics, the Knicks, uh, the Bulls, like certain teams go hard. Yeah, Warriors, they, Lakers, yeah, certain yeah. teams where you go, uh, yeah, I know. Because they just have fans all over the place. Some of them have storied mm-hmm. franchises that have, you know, been great for decades and shit. So, yeah, it, it was definitely, you know, tough go of it uh, right now. But, uh, yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you had a good time. I'm watching them on League Pass and stuff like that. Um also, you know, I listened to Three Guys On. I haven't finished it yet, but I listened to it. And, you know, I just want to tell you, man, you're so funny. You know, I, I listen to you. It's, when we're doing the show, it's just harder to only focus on just listening because, right. you know, there's 27 things. Because your, your producer brain ticking, yeah. Yeah, you know. Uh, but, you know, I was just listening to you talking to Mike B and, and all them. And, you know, it was just cracking me up. So, you know, you just... If you don't hear it enough or, you know, I don't tell you enough, you're just so funny. And it's always, you know, you're always cracking me up uh, with with your comments and your sides and, and jokes and stuff. So I just wanted you to know that. Oh, thank you. I I enjoy, uh, for those of you that, uh, 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 a, sh- a shout out to the chat room and uh, shout out to Gang Gang. And, uh, you know, because a lot of times, uh, depending on when we do our show, I might make it over there late and stuff like that. But. I really love doing uh, Three Guys On. I love kicking it with uh, uh, Ren- uh, Andy and Randolph. 
and we have a really, really good time. And uh, Randolph's brother, Mark, and mm. uh, Mike B, we had a really, really good time. I just because one thing I really love about them is uh, they actually just allow me to be myself. Like however goofy I am, and, and like they just go with the flow. Cause not trying to find like they, like they are the professionals. I'm you know <laughs> you know even Mike, they're the professionals. Like for me, you know, I feel like I'm just a kid today. Like you can come on and kick it with us, <laughs> you know, type of thing. I am nowhere on their level because, you know, uh, I'm not I a mean, professional comedian. Nah, I don't think so. I mean, I think, you know, it's good to be modest and humble or whatever, but we've done thousands of podcasts at this point. And mm-hmm. you're on most of them being funny, saying funny stuff that people want to hear. So, you know, you are a professional, you know. You make, a li- you make money doing what people say want aspire to do there's so many people that wish they could even do the podcast and be funny as you you know wish they could Aww. make money doing a podcast so it's it, nah you're 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 good that's why they want you on they wouldn't have you on if you weren't good at it you know they make, true. make some kind of excuse or some shit you know that's true uh, you're right and, so, and i really nah you, i mean you hold your own yeah. with with we've had so many major guests and shit on here, you know, and you hold your own with all the people that we have on. So yeah, it's, it's not a, you know, just a let thanks for letting me kick it situation. You, you know, you box office. <laughs> I really, uh, I really do uh, uh, enjoy uh, chit chat with them and talk with them and going back and forth. And I enjoyed the conversation that me and Randolph had about uh, the food. No, I haven't you know, got to that yet. Thing. Yeah. yeah, we had we had a good uh, conversation kind of about that. Yeah. And uh uh I had a really good time and honestly I I really how can I say this? I am very grateful and thankful that you also kind of allow me to uh be myself uh because over the years I used to be very timid, you know, and you used to tell me, "Hey, if you got an opinion, you know, express it, you know, don't be scared, you know, type of thing." So, you know, I think that if it would have been a while ago, I wouldn't have had that conversation with Randolph. I'd have mm-hmm. been like, okay, even though I might have disagreed, but now I'm like, no, I disagree with you, and here's why. You know, yeah. and, and I think, yeah, we, I we think, agree on this and we agree on that, but you know, there's certain things I don't agree with you on. Yeah, I think you know it's hard because one, being a, a woman, um, a lot of times there's pressure from like when you're disagreeing with a man, there's like internal and external pressure to like shut down, you know, mm-hmm. to be agreeable just to let it go so that you can move on or whatever um and then there's also just you know people want to be liked and the big fear that people don't express a lot is that i'm gonna say something and you're gonna dislike me for it and it's gonna hurt my feelings and i think a lot of times for me friendship and partnership is about the fact that we can say something disagree and we just don't like it's not mean-spirited it's not you know you're right you know but it's it can be passionate and we can disagree and we can just walk away f- either un- hopefully understanding each other better but it, but always respecting each other and i think right you know that's where a lot of this shit comes in and and that's why you know randolph is a to me is a kind of kindred spirit in that you can talk to him like that without it being yes personal insults yes. or without right. him like trying to come at you and, and shut you down normally right right and 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 and, and you're actually having a conversation and i and, and i know me and my personality i love the fact that you know talking to randolph 
I have the type of personality, and like I said, I've gotten better as I've gotten older. I think a lot of times I talk loud when I'm passionate and talking, mm-hmm. and Randolph allows me to talk loud, but he knows I'm not angry. You know, because a lot yeah. of times when, when, when you raise your voice and you talk loud and you're passionate, uh, for some people that, that alerts them and, and it triggers something in them to make them think that it's anger coming their way. Right. When for me, it's not coming from an angry place. It's just how I emote whenever right. I'm really passionate about something. And so I'm glad that I could talk with Randolph and Randolph was like, okay, I'm just talking like, like, you know, like, yeah. like we just, we just talking, we just kicking it. Like if me and him was face to face, we'd have had the same conversation in the same tone right. type of thing, you know? And so I, that's why I, I enjoy kicking it with them because they, they allow me to just be me. And, and that's like family, you yeah. know? So it's like, Hey y'all, we can do this. We can have this conversation at the end of the day. Um, uh, we still going to, um, um, a be family and and and, right. and talk afterwards and things like that. Yeah, it's and you know, like, even, even, even uh, that, I still have running jokes. Yeah, it's basically like you know, he's one of those people that as long as you don't come at it with just no bullshit, it'll be fine. Right. But and that's you know that's how I like my friends. You know that's how I feel like I am. Like I I I I, I as long as we just, as long as we showing some level of respect for each other, it, you know, agreement disagreement is just okay. And especially mm-hmm. um especially just coming from the generation we did i think you know it's is it it was just it used to be a time when you disagree with somebody and it really was between y'all it wasn't an audience to perform for so like if your friend was a bit more regressive than you or a bit more progressive than you you weren't looking to like an audience online or or wherever to expose them or to be like we can no longer be friends it was like you know, you, I'm many times they're in a place where you come from. So a lot of times right. you're, you're sitting there going, Oh, I see how you got there. And I hope mm-hmm. that, you know, to one day uh, be able to convince you or that you can progress to the point where I'm at or, or what or to reach a common ground. But also a lot of times it's just not the end of the world. So, um, yeah. you know, and, and I think especially over the pandemic with us kicking it with them so much, Mm-hmm. it's just they become like you know like like real real tight friends so you know i text right. them all the time and stuff so um but yeah i just wanted to let you know you you know very funny on there and and uh oh, I'm, I'm, you know. I'm glad you think that because like i said and, and uh 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 for me i actually i've come a long way because <laughs> i used to i used to my sense of humor was not what it is now and i think after years of just being around you and your family and years of me just analyzing things around me and realizing that life is 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 a lot of funny shit that happens but you just have to open up your mind and your eyes to see it and analyze it from a from a funny perspective and also listening to different podcasts and different podcasts with comedians and things like that and um i know over the years three guys on and other podcasts i would listen to them and sometimes they would get into like the the weeds with the comedy talk. Like they would tell you like, "Hey, this is a callback. This is a such and such." And this is just like they would actually say mm-hmm. say those things and use the terms. And I know that they're just talking to each other, and most people just ignore, you know, things like that. But but I was actually listening. Like I was listening. I was analyzing. I was. It made my brain tick, and it allowed me to actually string things together and get like complete thoughts with my comedy if that makes sense and so you know from that i i learned how to you know punch up i learned how to yes and i learned how to 
you know, just, just bouncing it out and go with the flow. And, and, you know, and even when I show, I feel like, uh, over the, and I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I can't say I'm very proud of myself over the years. I've actually gotten better and wittier with my, with my jokes and my puns and things like that. And that just comes from years of experience. And I am glad that you allow me just to be myself. And, you know, uh, uh, even sometimes my puns don't make no sense. Sometimes my puns ain't even puns. But mm-hmm. it's just the fact that I don't care. And I threw it out there. <laughs> and it landed where it made well, in the can, audience. That's the thing. Like, you can, we still make jokes out of out of it, you know, even if it's not mm-hmm. like, you know, like like a lot of people think it's about, you know, like perfection or like, everything i say is fucking funny it's like nah sometimes it's the ability to sit in something sometimes the ability to make fun of the the fact that it wasn't good or it wasn't perfect and stuff and Mm -hmm. you know i think you know occasionally we used to get people that would write in and be like don't pick on karen or something i'm like if it's not a good pun (laughs) and i lie to her that's way worse and if and 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 honestly there's humor to be had in saying that it wasn't funny so don't don't fuck up the humor of the show you know yeah, a lot of times we'll we go down. And a lot of times half of the joke is you shaking your head going, that was terrible, Karen, and I don't care. Yeah. You know, and that's half of the joke, too, that I don't care. Yeah. And so, uh, and and, that, and and I think that's the fun of the dynamic, that everything doesn't have to be taken hard and everything doesn't have to be so rigid that you don't allow uh, uh, for people just to have fun in whatever their lane is. Right. Um, so those, that's kind of how the day is going and everything. I think, uh, maybe we have time to do some, uh, some segments, some, some show stuff, maybe. Okay. Um, Let's go. I don't know how much, I just realized I did not look up how much coronavirus news there was. If I have any, uh, give me a second. I feel like this segment is. Oh, okay. 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 Before you I go into it. coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. Before you go into coronavirus news, I wanted to let people out there know, that uh, you can still get free COVID tests from the federal government. You can actually, you can Google this. You can go to free um, site, free COVID tests from the federal government. And they have five different times the federal government said that you can get tests from them. You can get four tests per household. And so um, uh, the first time I did it, I got all four at once. You have to go each individual time. And then they just did a new one. And so you go, you can Google, but like free tests on the federal government. And so uh, you can get up to five tests for your household, each with four tests each mm-hmm. um, sent to your household uh, and go ahead and do that before they stop paying for it. I mean, free, cause it's, you know, it's nothing like having tests around your house. You get cold, a cold, you get sick, you got kids, somebody visit. I just like having tests around. We have, a, we have tests sitting around because I'm like, you, when I, before I leave, I test. If mm-hmm. I come in to see you, I come back, I test. So I use my test periodically. Right. And so I like having to test around. And also another way, if you have insurance, and this includes, med- and I'm just making this PSA because I know I've used, this includes Medicaid and Medicare. Insurances up until May, each individual person on your insurance plan can get up to eight free COVID tests per person. That sounds crazy. And your insurance will pay for it. You run it through your insurance. I know because I use this, y'all. I got me eight free COVID tests and I got Roderick eight free COVID tests. You run it through your insurance. It's absolutely positively free of charge. You can run it through your Medicaid. You can run it through your Medicare. And you could do it every 30 days up until uh, May. 
So I just did it for for March. I'm gonna do it again in April. I mean, I mean, I I, I did it. I did it in February. I'm doing it for April, May, June. So I got a few more tests. So uh, I did it for. You can do it for everybody on your policy. You can get eight free COVID tests every thirty days. So that's like for me, him. That's like sixteen tests. And so um, I did it because I have CVS. And so I went on the CVS app, and they was like, oh, you know, uh, 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 you can get a free COVID test. So I clicked on it, and then the CVS app was like, yeah. Uh, you can run your insurance. So basically you go in, you go through the app, you run your insurance. You probably can do this online, but you can run run your insurance and it is free of charge. I pay absolutely nothing. I went up to the front desk. The next day I picked them test up and I take I took them home. So I want people to know while the federal government is still doing it, get your free COVID test while you can. There's no reason for you having to go out here and spend money on COVID tests when your insurance is doing it for free and the federal government is doing it for free. I'm, I'm putting a PSA out there for people that are spending money on these COVID tests. You do not have to. Yeah. For all the like naysayers and people, you know, they declared it's not a state of emergency. It's like fam, it's America. They still out here giving away shit for free. They got mm-hmm. so much stockpiling backlog at this point. Mm-hmm. Like you, there's they ways. probably are begging people to take their yeah, tests. I'm sure like they I are. Said. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's why I was like, oh, y'all giving eight free? Because I did me first. I was like, oh, shit. Then they was like, oh, you could do everybody on your insurance plan. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, well, let me see if I can get it for Roger, too. I said, yes, I did that. And I did the one for the federal government, too. Bitch, if they're giving away for free, I'm going to take it. I'm going to have them shit sitting like black folks do spices. <laughs> them bitches going to sit up there till they goddamn expire. And I still might take them. I don't care. Get your test. They paying for it. They free. Get it while you can because all this shit is getting ready to stop. A lot of people didn't even know they could get these tests for free. And they've been walking up there checking out money for these tests. And you can get these tests for fucking free. Get it while you can. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, because they're getting ready to stop that. Shout out to Republicans. They're getting ready to stop that. Look, Appreciate here we go again. We got variants. Really need to keep a mask on hand and follow the plan. Get the vaccine and second shots. Whether woman or man. Black out who tips is doing they part, but the dummies expand. Niggas would rather believe a bunch of misinformation. Fuck y'all idiots not getting shots. Now we gotta regress. If we keep going in this direction, we never can rest. Never can get back to the lives we be living the best. Damn fool, stop the lying. Stop the intubation crying. Cause it's your fault that motherfuckers dying, huh? Damn fool, stop the lying, stop the ventilator crying Cause it's your fault, the motherfuckers dying I do not understand this shit, I'm not a fan of this We were like one win from the pandemic championship But fuckers wanna leave it to game seven With Giannis Delta Kumpo blocking forward progression And Chris middle fingers to your plans, man damn Looks like it's no Drew Holiday for you and your mans I'm sick of black people dying for real So I'm just writing this new piece to let you know how I feel Coronavirus, Fuck that COVID-19 is unseen, it's creeping in the air for you to breathe, yeah. Huh. So fuck that COVID-19 is unseen, it's creeping in the air for you to breathe, yeah. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. Uh so shout out to that PSA. Um COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Oh, and shout out to like my, my job. Cause you know, we get tested every day at work, uh, if you especially if in certain groups, but um we actually are now on a three day a week testing schedule. 
because we haven't had a positive in over a month and um just you know the mad like we still mask um mm-hmm. but you know even with the masking like it's only in certain areas now and stuff like it's actually pretty good like the numbers have gone down with hospitalizations and stuff like mm-hmm. you know um so yeah i just wanted to mention that uh covid yeah, 19 oh mm-hmm. I'm about to say, I say yeah, and that, and that and that and that is a good thing. And I know you're gonna go new, but that is a good thing. And also, I am um, uh, uh, glad that they are doing a test because the thing is nowadays you can't tell if you got a common cold or COVID. So that's another reason why I had to, this test in case I catch a cold. Like, let me yeah. rule out COVID. My thing is like, if I get a cold, I'm not coming to work. I don't even like. I, if I get anything that make oh, me feel like oh, it could be some COVID related, I'm not coming to work whether I take a test or not. Like. Sometimes people are like, you know, I'm going to come to work. Da, da, da. I'm like, yeah, I don't got that in me. Like, I can do this shit from home. I can be funny from home. If right. I, you know, if I'm not, like, laid out in the hospital, I'm, I, I can just be like, I don't want to give nobody a cold. I don't want to give y'all the flu either. But anyway. And it and it should yeah. be like that. COVID-19 linked to, linked to 40% increase in autoimmune disease risk in a huge study. Oh, no. um yeah it's on yahoo i mean i mean yay because we get the studies but oh no with them numbers <laughs> yeah catching COVID 19 may increase the risk of developing an autoimmune disease by 43 percent in the months following the infection according to the larger study of this kind mm-hmm. that's a large number yeah um so we already knew that it had you know been uh it had there have been small studies focused on a few conditions, but this is mm-hmm. a study of over six hundred and forty thousand people. Okay, so yeah, so they was like, we gonna pull a big number, right? I'm I'm glad because when you do this, you get all types of people once your numbers get so big. And uh, so it's, it took the health records of six hundred and forty thousand people in Germany who caught COVID nineteen in twenty twenty, and one point five million people who didn't not knowingly catch coronavirus that year to explore how the infection might affect the risk of developing any of thirty autoimmune conditions. They examined mm-hmm. the rate at which people were newly diagnosed with autoimmune diseases in three to fifteen months after they tested positive for COVID nineteen. They compared those rates to the people who hadn't caught COVID nineteen. Roughly ten percent of the participants in each study had pre-existing autoimmune diseases among the people with no history of autoimmunity more than 15 percent of people who caught COVID-19 developed an autoimmune disease for the first time during the follow-up period compared with roughly 11 percent of people who hadn't caught COVID-19 so in other words uh the COVID-19 group had 43 percent higher likelihood of autoimmune disease than the control group Mm. Shout out to them for doing a big study. They was like, mm-hmm. we ain't going to play. We're going to get some real numbers. Like, we trying to find out what's happening. And uh, shout out to them for actually taking the time. Because I know when you're dealing with that many people and that much data, I know it took a long time, you know, to, to kind of get through that, to get to the, to get to these uh, statistics. Among those with existing autoimmunity, those who caught COVID-19 had a 23% higher chance of developing an additional autoimmune disease in the follow-up period. An additional one? Yeah. Uh, it was most strongly linked to an increase of vasculitis, which caused inflamed inflammation of the blood vessels. The previously infected group had a 63% higher rate of a type of vasculitis called art- 
arteritis temporalis, which then then the uninfected group did. The autoimmune-driven problems with the thyroid, a butterfly-shaped organ in the throat that releases hormones, and the skin condition psoriasis were also strongly linked to prior COVID-19 infection, as was arthritis, which causes swelling in the joints. God damn. People, yeah. don't, people didn't take it seriously. And coronavirus going, you can believe I'm real or not. What's going to be real is, is, is these, uh, this shit right here. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, other viral infections, including the flu, have been linked to autoimmune disease. So more research is needed to establish the, what effects are specific to COVID-19. I didn't know that we was just out here living with the flu, knowing this mileage. So just, you know. That's flu? <laughs> yeah, th- that's one thing about COVID. It really exposed a lot of shit with just like the flu and pneumonia, too. Where it's like, hey, this ain't Yo, good. Either. Go, well, and then, but the flu and pneumonia, like, yeah, this shit fuck people up, too, y'all. <laughs> Uh, Ars Technica has this article Unvaccinated, more likely to have heart attack, stroke after COVID study finds. Uh, being fully vaccinated reduces the risk by about 41%. I believe that, yeah. yeah. Like Shout out to Woody Harrelson. Being vaccinated matters. Shout out to Woody Harrelson. Um, he uh, <laughs> he went on um, SNL and did a rant about uh, a conspiracy about COVID-19 and the drug companies making people get vaccinated and stay in the house so they can control them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Woody already seemed kind of like a wild boy, but that was one of them like, yeah, I could see you the type to say some shit like this, you know? Mm, ain't that funny? You got people like him, you got people like me going, fifth shot, please. Yeah. He's like, and of course he did the Kyrie thing. I'm standing up for the little people that don't have a choice. I'm a star. No, mm-mm, I don't have to. Then I'm going to ask, have you had COVID? Have you, have, right. have you caught it? And you probably hadn't caught it because people around you have been taking precautions. Right. That's what's so funny to me is like you work on a Hollywood set where all these other people are being cautious and and because of unions and stuff enforcing it. And then you like, mm-hmm. it's not real. I don't it's not even a big deal. It's like, well, people are really mitigating your risk for you. Um, yes, they are. Like it's herd immunity because you can't catch it. But all right, let's uh get into some other news. Um what actually let me see how long we've been recording. Okay, cool, cool. Um, let's get into some other news, and I'm actually close my window because it's kind of getting cold in here. Shout out to the window working. Uh, all right, so <laughs> hope they fix that glass for, for that lady, for, for that lady to get that place. Uh, let's look at news. Companies now are required to disclose layoffs, regardless of severance agreement. Good. I didn't know that you could put in a severance agreement like that, that you don't have to tell expose that you laid off people. Yeah. Good. You laid people off. People should know. 
the fuck? Employ- I mean, people yeah. gonna talk about it. People gonna realize people ain't dead. That don't make sense. Before they announce, but see, what I'm saying is like reporting it to the news. Uh, you know that kind of stuff. I, th- I think companies don't like the bad PR of that. Right. But with the right. internet, okay. I feel like people find out more. But yeah, they could send out before this a broadly written confidentiality clause that required laid off employees to keep silent about the terms of their severance agreement. I remember signing one of those when I got laid off mm. at, at a company the first time. In order to get severance, you have to sign off on this thing where it had two things. One. You could, if you took the severance, uh, you couldn't talk about it. You know, you couldn't expose like the details of it or anything like that. And two, this is the most fucked up one. You can never be rehired by that company. So if they ever hire again, even though you have skills and expertise that is specifically germane to their company, you can't can't apply for a job at that company again. Crazy. Uh, companies can no longer send wow. out yeah yeah companies can no longer send out non-disparagement clauses that stop their former employees from discussing the terms and condition of their employment with third parties a service right. agreement is unlawful if it precludes that an employee an employee from assisting co-workers with workplace issues concerning their employee employer i'm sorry and from communicating with others including a union and the board about his employment the board wrote tuesday's ruling is a reversal of what came from the trump era nlrb members which stemmed from a prior case that said there were lawful restrictions on employees who received severances it is possible that the labor board's ruling could be appealed still for now the ruling is effective immediately causing employers to review and revise their severance agreements to rid of overly broad language that would restrict workers rights Yes, fuck them. Fuck them. Yes, tell people. Because people going to talk about it anyway. And it's one of those things. Why am I protecting you? Bitch, you let me go. I should have the right to talk about you now. I no longer work for your company. It essentially turns severance into an NDA for everybody. Right. You know, so now I can't, you know, tell people this is a shit company. And, I, you know, or I'm getting, you know, they laying us off because they treated us badly. You know, the stuff that Elon Musk was having people sign and threatening them with and shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, this is and, much better. And, right. And then, you know, if you are in a position where you're like, no, I'm not signing that shit. All of a sudden you become a problem. Right. Cause you're like, I'm not signing it. And so I can talk, yep. you know, but very few people are in the position and they know this where they can, can say, fuck a severance. They know most people have to take it. That's why they do it anyway. Exactly. Uh, remote kissing devices here for long distance couples. How the internet is reacting to a Chinese innovation? Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, we're long distance right now. Um, there's a long distance kissing. Yeah, <laughs> although I'm like, how deep is it? You know, <laughs> what is it? <laughs> this is what it looks like. Can you see it? Yes. Why well, look like two dildos on the sides? Well, I'm confused. I mean, it looks like two fleshlights, but not all the way deep. Like just the lip part of a fleshlight or something. Right. No, thank you. Yeah. Uh, Jang Song Lee, a man in a long distance relationship with his girlfriend, found it difficult to maintain intimacy while being apart from each other due to the distance. The communication was limited to phone calls only. It was during this time that he came up with the innovative solution to overcome the challenges faced by long distance couples. He inspired to invent an advice that could allow couples to share virtual intimate moments. I feel like everybody's probably using this for like a flashlight type situation and just no one's talking about it. Mm. Uh, yeah, I agree. Kissing, come on, 
This is kissing. We know kissing is the gateway drug of sex. <laughs> Not the gateway drug. That's how I start. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Uh, most of us got here because somebody couldn't stop it a kiss. Okay, don't try to don't try to play. Right, me. it went from a kiss to other shit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, here's the I guess here's a video of it, and uh this one. First of all, who chose this saxophone like music? That? Yeah, the lips look like a Simpsons character. This music is not making it sexier, and also showing no, a, it's not. The music is actually making it cornier. And showing a woman laughing at the end was a choice. <laughs> like, yeah. Um. So all that's gonna happen is that people gonna put that shit on their body parts. The fuck is this? Yeah, I don't know about this one, dog. I mm, I don't know. I'm good. You better off buy one of those. Kim have to wash them and clean them. It's gonna be a mess. No, thank you. Just go ahead and get you some dildos and flashlights and call it a day. Yeah, I think I'd rather someone walk in on me fucking a Kim Kardashian torso than this shit. This is. <laughs> This is just as embarrassing. They both somehow is more embarrassing. Sometimes, somehow, I don't know. I don't know how, but somehow, mathematically, this is this is worse than this that. is worse. Um, let's see. Fifteen oh one or one five oh. I guess fifteen oh one. CEO Carl Crawford expresses his remorse over fallout with Megan Thee Stallion. We all make mistakes. Whatever, y'all done took her through the motherfucking mud, y'all. Oh, y'all were just terrible to that woman. She made a whole album and y'all was like, it is two minutes off. No, bitch. Make a whole nother one. She had to sue y'all. The fuck is this? They all, they, first of all, one of the things I'm always noticing with this shit, it's always on like a podcast or something like that. And almost every single time they're apologizing to another dude. Like, like mm-hmm. they're saying how they're sorry. And it's a dude, you know, like it's a dude like that they talking like, you know, man, I probably shouldn't have said that, man. I probably, you know, I went too far with that, blah, blah, blah. But it's, it's, it's I don't know, something strikes me odd about the fact that y'all were enthralled with Tory Lanez, who I just saw a judge extended his sentencing date to like April or something, but also, or for some, they, he extended it, but also, they extended it, but also the judge is now allowing him to talk about the case in public. So what I'm saying is, how do I know we're not going right back here? Right. Right? I mean, what reason do I have to believe that y'all aren't, that Tory Lanez won't start getting out in the streets, saying whatever again, and then y'all just going to go right back to like, that bitch lying, he an innocent Mm -hmm. man? Because I never Mm -hmm. thought there was ever a good reason to um, believe that uh he that that Tory Lanez was innocent but these mm-hmm. niggas really acted like they did and so now to see them with these mad copas it's it's like okay but aren't y'all just one more sentence away from being like actually not a Tory a man is talking I'm prone to believe him again like man you gotta be writing them I'm sorry Cam what are you talking sorry and I guess my thing is after y'all done took her through the mud like right. Y'all, I mean, it is terrible the way y'all had a contract was all fucked up. She had to fight y'all every yeah. time she, she wanted to perform. She had to sue y'all so y'all could allow her to perform her music. Like, yeah, nigga. and that's just that's just that side of it. That's not even getting into the case. And there was like some stuff he talked about where he 
coordinated some shit to to make her look bad, like the the like gaslight her. It's crazy. Listen, right? Because that mother might slip out one day, and you just you just don't know how they're gonna make you look. I Why guess the fuck was that intro so long? But now let's start with Carl, man. Uh, you have posted something, man. Uh, we, you know what? I, I, I know we have a podcast, but honestly, defund podcast. It's getting out of control. Ah, it's getting out of control. <laughs> it's getting goddamn out of control. <laughs> it's a two minute clip. Forty five seconds of it is is speed a hip hop. Speed it up. Speed it up. Goddamn! I know y'all love hip. I know some of y'all love hip hop podcasts. I'm not trying to hate, but I'm just not a fan. Uh, this is always two niggas talking mad brash, taking way too long to get to the point, and not really saying nothing, but acting like they just said the most mind blowing shit every sentence. Is is oh my god, I'm sorry. You know, uh, you were walking into what they call the young folks may not know what it's called a, de- a deposition. Oh yeah, deposition the other day, man. Yeah. Most people, and this is for the young fans that we have on the channel, don't know what a deposition is. I don't know. I, I don't think this is the right video. Actually, I think this is just him talking about the deposition. Um, but they had a video on here, but I feel like the videos on on this website always start playing a commercial about. 30 seconds is so oh it's on tmz okay let me see if i can find the original on oh, TMZ. No and and then you know people be like well megan take a break not trying to be funny i'm megan stay away i hope she'll never come back i hate to be like that like yeah honey, get that account to somebody else and, we low-key still like when we see that i i'm and i feel people and i mean what can they do right but honestly man i still feel like we part of the problem when we say shit like you know, I, I miss Megan Thee Stallion because you ashing niggas, da da da. Because I'm like, we're still talking about really just missing her content and 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 correct and consuming her. Not it's not really her as a person because what I've been thinking is, if she's not online, it probably is good. And right. online must have been she's talked about it openly um, on social media. How she's like as much as people show her love, she sees a lot of the hate. And, and yes she does shit that no other people don't see yeah and she'll do these rants and stuff and these tweet posts and threads about you know how fucked up shit is and how stuff is getting to her and i'm always just thinking like at least to me i was like man it'll probably be good for her to not have to see this shit and so i don't right. think i've ever felt like that that feeling that people have like oh no she's gone i'm like oh oh she's probably doing well i remember when bossy got off of twitter for a long time and we would talk through text and stuff but i'm like you're doing so well like the, i don't assume you're doing bad you know i feel like it's selfish to be like i need you to tweet this i need to see what you i need to see you twerking and i feel like that's where i don't think they mean it in a bad way but i think no, when i don't. see that that's what i think is like nah it's probably it means it probably means something healthy that she not out here twerking and and shit and dealing with niggas in her comments telling her that she's a liar and Tory Lane innocent. Agreed. Uh so here's the video. Um uh oh, of course there's an ad before it. I should have been t- clicking them and shit when we was talking. Uh <laughs> but uh yeah, he uh did an interview um uh first time he spoke he they haven't spoken since twenty nineteen. Uh but this is the I first yeah well yeah the shit with the deal you know uh but he openly admits that xmlb star's competitive drive is high but his knowledge in the music industry is somewhat limited 
and that's where verse enters. Oh okay. no, um, competitive nature from you know playing sports and stuff. You know, you used to people yelling at you, and you go back and forth. So I kind of got caught up in that game a little bit, which I probably shouldn't have done because you know I'm in a different game now, and I can't just you know treat it as like a fan yelling at me, and I'm and I get to yell back whatever and stuff like that. So like I say, man, just taking a different approach. And- Do you regret standing with Tory Lanes? You know, to the end. Oh, the thing is with that, you know, I don't stand with nobody in that situation. That's just not like none of my business. You know, like I say, you get caught up in the internet stuff and just, you know, doing stuff just to, I don't know if we can just use the word petty or whatnot, you know what I'm saying? Because that's been a lot of petty stuff going on back. And I normally don't do stuff like that. So it's just, you know, kind of like I said, I got, I think I just got kind of got wrapped up into the whole scheme of things that was going on. And like, this is one of the reasons I, I don't really do all the encouragement of petty like i think it's funny as a comedic device obviously duh correct but like i don't really encourage my friends to be petty and do petty shit because a lot of times petty people i don't like petty people around me Mm-mm. yeah and a lot of times petty people be wrong as fuck yes they are and they and, and norm- they, a lot of them very difficult to deal with and like normally petty is a way to shut off all common sense and nuance and you know i don't mm-hmm. live i can't live in that like um and it normally be because you can't handle feedback you can't handle being wrong you can't actually handle conflict you can't actually handle like legitimate criticism you can't handle anything other than like unwavering support or it's time to go quote-unquote team petty and Mm -hmm. no one ever brings up these examples we like to bring up the cute funny examples you know like oh that was petty but like this nigga was siding with an abusive motherfucker that shot somebody because he thought it would be quote-unquote petty for the internet you know you a grown-ass man dude like you couldn't see this was bigger and more important than that no because petty is everything for some motherfuckers i say we all make mistakes and you know um but to answer your question like i'm I'm not on nobody's side with that you know i was just you know i just i don't even know you know what i'm saying he was on the side at the time talked about this right here yeah. honestly yeah. about the Tory Lane's question and it was like you know at the end of the day we don't he doesn't know him you know what I mean it was yeah. like once again a guy that doesn't know the business of music you know and that politics politics side it's like when Carl hit the field and they were saying hey it's 150 million for a few years that's what he got it wasn't like exactly. you know he's 150 million and here's 90 now and give you a reason <laughs> you know so yeah, that understanding is different. Yeah. Don't stand with this player because the Red Sox might not like him later. Like, you know, he doesn't understand that's how we move in the business of music. So, you know, and, and once again, rightfully so. One word, transparency. So now he he don't understand? Also, where the fuck is that the apology? made no sense to me. I didn't really I'm, hear I'm, an apology there. Did you? Maybe uh, I missed oh, no. it. Oh, okay. Like I said, maybe, maybe I'm confused, but I was like... Nothing that comes, nothing was being said during that conversation. Yeah, I don't really. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm, I, I must have missed it. Um, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, that wasn't a, that wasn't an apology. And a lot of times, not trying funny for a lot of people. There's no accountability. And right. then when they ask about it, people yada yada yada, like they didn't say anything or they want to kind of separate themselves out of the situation. But you had big ass opinions. Yeah. When it was going on, like, it, you know, you said the whole thing with your chest. Continue to say it with your chest in. That's all. I'm, keep that same energy, dog. Yeah, that's not like, like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, if or, you want to. Or not even keep the same energy. There. Apologize with the energy that you were starting shit. Because I'm not going to tell you to stay the same. Because honestly, I think it's growth to be like, yeah, I, I shouldn't have said that shit. I was wrong. But say it with that same energy. You know, seek her out. You know, say that. Put that shit on your socials. 
You know, like niggas apologize mad different. They be out here calling you every name under God, but when they fuck, oh, uh, you know, hey, I guess I shouldn't have did that. <laughs> My bad. Like, nigga, fuck you. Yeah, they like the newspaper. They want they they want to put it on the back page. What was that? Bitch, I was on the front page. Put this on the front page too. Um, did you see um um Michael B. Jordan uh got interviewed um and teased uh his former classmate because she called him uh basically called him corny. Oh no. Mm Yeah. Um so she's um an interviewer like, you know uh, what do you call those people? Like she does red carpet. She does she interviewed Kalani mm-hmm. very badly one time. You know, I think it's kinda like the Charlemagne school of interviewing where you try to like uh that 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 style of interviewing where you try to get like almost like a viral moment every time. Um, okay. you know, some people ain't good at it, and you know, Wendy Williams, you know, that gossip lane of right. like, you know, mm-hmm. part of the thing is that I am yeah. kind of saying shit I shouldn't say. So, uh, she apparently had called him corny when, uh, or she was on a podcast, someone called him corny, she agreed with it, and then talked about how, like, you know, in high school, they used to like kind of shit on him. Um, back all the way to so then on the red carpet for a creed she ends up talking to him and he remembered no we know each other we go way back all the way to chad science in newark okay corny kid right <laughs> no <laughs> i did not say that misquoted oh, the corny sure. kid, right yeah um he like he he you can first of all you can see right here he remembered <laughs> you can see his face right there he was like oh yeah i know Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Chad Science in Newark, okay? What a corny kid, right? <laughs> no, I did not say that. Misquoted for sure. Now it's funny because, like, she she said she didn't say it, and this this clip looks like it's edited with some music and shit. But he actually, um, uh, he actually goes on to answer her question very succinctly and very like like nicely like about the movie and all this shit it, it really didn't turn into um you know like this this terrible moment uh he wasn't like super aggressive or anything like that actually i might be able to play the TikTok. we know each other we go way back all the way to chad science in newark okay what a corny kid right <laughs> no i did not say that misquoted for sure so you did not hear me say i said we used to make fun of the name but yeah he is obviously killing things out here yeah um, oh he's weaking at it and shit he yeah. be fucking with him yeah and also like you know nigga just coming off of like being voted the most sexiest man and shit like it's mm-hmm. you know definitely is his time right now um and then when, she, but when it ends, she does say like, "You not corny no more." <laughs> so, which I'm like, is a tacit admission that you definitely have joked about him or whatever. But what I thought was funny is that like people were framing this as like him, like going in on her or like Nick, y'all just need to get over being called corny and shit like that. And it was like he seemed to be over it. It just seemed like a funny moment. It didn't seem like he was trying mm-hmm. to destroy her career, call her out her name. Oh. Or nope, anything that like happened. that. It seemed playful. And like, oh it, yeah, you it, call me corny. Ha ha ha. Moving on. Right. And like a lot of things, quote unquote, 
shout out to uh, uh childish gambino because of the internet mm-hmm. niggas is super sensitive and everything becomes a water sexist oh yeah for sure for sure yeah that's all that boiled down to yeah you know what i kept thinking too though is uh what was it that made him corny right to people because people were just going off of like yeah he corny and i think people don't ever really want to examine what it is that make people like him quote unquote corny right we don't really want to go into that because i think Mm -hmm. you're gonna find a whole lot of weird it's kind of the same thing with that i was saying on a deeper level about big groove we don't really want to go into why he's wrong but not some of these other people because then we have to start examining ourselves and how we feel about their bodies, how we feel about their right, race, their masculinity. They don't want to analyze that, right. You know, and so... That requires critical thinking. Yeah, like, we don't necessarily have any evidence she ever did anything to him. It's just mm-hmm. she thought he was corny. They thought it was funny to make fun of him and now he's on top winning and it's like... Oh man, you know, and her job is to is the it depends on him, you know. So, but yeah, I just found it to be so interesting because I'd love to know what makes him corny, really. You know what I'm saying? Like, because corny is just not being quote unquote cool or not being part of the crowd. Like, it's a lot of shit that quote unquote makes because we are. The other thing is we're strangers. We don't know him. Mm-mm. so when we just go off the premise he must have just been corny then why do we think he's what do we think that means because right. i think i think there's a lot of it's interesting to think about what you like what kind of shit makes someone not corny versus corny mm-hmm. you know and then also and like there is the person I don't think it's necessarily a personality thing with him because I listened to this podcast this week called a million dollars worth of game. And it's not something I listen to all the time, but they interviewed him and he was on for like 20 minutes. And it's like, he sat down with just, and for lack of a better term, these are niggas. Okay. These are not, there's no polish to these. These brothers was just kicking it. Like, you know, the shit I love. Like, I know you're not supposed to like toxic shit. You're supposed to be better. I'm I'm not. I was, it felt like sitting with two niggas from Yorkwood and, and just talking. <laughs> That's what it felt. It felt like sitting, sitting with two niggas I knew since Roseland and, and talking with them. And, you know, one of the, or Fayetteville State at, at Murchison Park. And, like, one of the things that people love about me is if you, I'm going to meet you wherever you at. So if. Mm-hmm. You the homie and you, you know, you still on that kind of hood shit or whatever. So like one of them went to prison and did like 20 years and came out. And the other one co-host of the show is like his cousin or or something. And they like, like he make jokes about him being in prison and, and shit. And Michael B. Jordan blended right the fuck in. And what it made me think is maybe he just like most of us code switch for different occasions. Cause essentially he's still mm-hmm. like, a nigga from, um, I think, I forget where he's from. I want to say West Coast somewhere, but, oh, is he from Baltimore? Anyway, wherever he's from, like, he, yeah, Jersey, that's where he's from. He's just a nigga from Newark, New Jersey. Like, he, and so, like, this idea that he's corny or doesn't fit in or wasn't, quote, unquote, you know, cool, it, it is funny to think about because 
he fit he fit right in like he'd been talking to them niggas his whole life and they was clowning and joking him and he was laughing at it they like you know like they was like oh so what's it like being the sexiest man alive and stuff he was like go ahead it's really like more of a problem than not my it just give my boy something to clown and then they started making jokes about him like oh look at this nigga thinking he's sexy being all sexy and shit so like it was funny you know what i mean so it just it really hilarious yeah like i don't even have like a deep take on like his high school experience i really don't know what it was like i he's a stranger to me and i've seen everyone make up all these scenarios of what must have happened and stuff and i'm just like I mean, Loki just sounded like she got caught hating, got caught dry hating, and it was a cute little funny moment, and now it's over. But man, it just it really made me go in my mind about like what's a what is a corny nigga to you, and what does that mean to you, and what does that say about you? Not what it says about them. What does it say about you? Like when people found Russell Wilson being a good surrogate father to little future corny you know like we don't want to talk about that right we don't want to talk about what that really means (laughs) yeah a square that's what it was a square yeah like we don't really we don't really want to talk about that like we we would like to all all day long then i'm a fucking square we would all like the service level agree with it and laugh at it but we don't really want to take a one step deeper and be like so black fatherhood corny right taking care, uh, care of kids is corny being faithful to your wife corny right uh not not selling drugs not doing crime is corny right you know like what what's corny respecting your wife and you know treating her like she's somebody it's <laughs> corny okay you know so this is funny man anyway all right let's um let's start wrapping this up um uh, for a little treat why don't we do a little uh guess the race i think people will love to get some guessing in um here we go it's time to guess the race 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 all right guess the race time we go all around the globe find different articles guess the race of people involved karen plays the chat room plays and they are all corny and racist all right Ah! (laughs) and all and i get the whole like i'm not even gonna fight y'all on the whole corny's not the worst thing in the world i get it but it's just funny what we i love for y'all to to, to think about what 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 it means (laughs) that's all i know i'm corny i'm corny i'm a square yeah like why why cool why cool gotta be some bullshit all right can you hear this video i'm about to play let me hear let me know a local woman is arrested and accused of driving her car into a rap. First of all, why is it so staticky? What's up with this news channel? Mm-hmm. Was is everything sound like that? Let me see. Nope, just this news channel. All right, well, can you hear it though? Yes, I can. All right, I'm gonna play it. It's only 30 seconds of static. A local woman is arrested and accused of driving her car into a restaurant. Belinda Miller was arrested today for allegedly ramming her SUV through the wall of Popeyes on Walton Way. Investigators say the 50-year-old continued driving her vehicle through the doors of the building and did not stop until debris blocked her from moving further. (gasps) No one was hurt, but a woman inside the restaurant was almost hit. Melinda Miller is charged with aggravated assault and first degree criminal damage to property. Welcome to Static News. Jesus. 
Uh, all right, Karen. Belinda Miller was her name. Guess the race. She ran her car into Popeyes because it didn't. They did, didn't give her one of them dry ass biscuits. Big black Belinda. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help it, baby. I couldn't help it. Oh. I couldn't help it. I love that joke. Uh, Vig bad Melinda Brown. Black, black. Who wanted the wanted that black history month chicken? Black, white, white girl wasted. And H black. I mean and H white. Big booty Belinda Black. Mr. Gandy, did you just touch my ass black? Doing this shit for the 99 Trey Static Black. So white she can't see the chicken plays. Black, white. Black is burnt bits. Chicken black, the correct answer is. And most of y'all went with uh, black on this one. And most of y'all got it right. Now, a couple did miss it. And that's her right there. They did that. You know what I keep thinking now? Like, when you did this, you also fucked up your car. Yes. And the details are like, she got all the way home, realized she didn't get a biscuit, turned around and drove back to do that. <gasps> yeah, because I think oh, yeah, we talked about this with, on Keith and the Girl last week. On Keith, I think Keith brought this one up. So, like, she made it home. Didn't. <laughs> Was like, oh, if I made it home, I'd have been like, fuck them biscuits. She was like, yeah, why do I have so much sweet tea left? Oh, because I didn't. I, have so much sweet tea? I didn't have to. I didn't have to use it to. I got a whole half of a cup of lemonade. What is happening here? I didn't have to use it to soak my biscuit in it so that I could suck this brick down. I mean, it's not like Popeye's biscuits is well known for being good. I mean, only good biscuits I know of is mostly Bojangles. Like, I don't think, I'm trying to think. KFC biscuit's not really known for hitting on nothing. Not like they used to. The mm-hmm. Hardy's biscuit's not hitting. Well, Red Lobster don't do fast food. I'm sorry, I'm talking about fast food, but my bad, y'all. Mm-hmm. About fast I know food, the Cheddar yeah. Bay biscuits is, you know, I know they busting. Okay, <laughs> come on now. Uh, all right, let's go to the next one. Um, How about... Um, uh, how about this one? An Alaska woman, 22, pleads guilty to killing her best friend, 19, with the help of three other teens after being catfished by a man online who promised to pay her $9 million if she sent photos of the killing. <gasps> How good of a friend are you if that's all it takes? I'm not that good of a friend. Mm-mm. I mean, I know motherfuckers love money, but you wouldn't need mm-hmm. like some proof or something first. And, and and ain't nobody in that group smart enough to call the police on their friends and be like, hey, dog, I think they plan on doing something. I, I mean, I would at least be like, send me a million first so I can just mm-hmm. know it's real. You know? I'm not killing somebody for $9 million be, on credit. No, I'd be so scared of jail. I'd be like, nope. I'm not, sending, I'm not killing nobody for $9 million with an IOU, first of all. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need some. I need half a friend. Well, then you know what? Call me a cornball brother because my ass is going to police and fucking sing. <coughs> me, 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 me. A 22-year-old woman was pleaded guilty to murdering her best friend after a man online promised to pay her $9 million for photos of the killer. First of all, 
Y'all ain't even friends. Because if someone told me kill Justin for $9 million, all I got to do is send some pictures. I'm pouring ketchup on this nigga and laying him on my kitchen floor. And we finna cake out, bro. We finna get this bread. <laughs> he got to change his name and shit. But that's cool. Him and Turk gonna have to move. But that's cool. Thing I won't go on Twitter and see if uh, somebody, Jackie or Bob, won't Photoshop his head, cut off or some shit. I'm not about to kill this nigga. Uh, nope. <laughs> <clears throat> nah, I mean, I was like, you crazy? Come on, man. Um, Denali Bremer admitted in an Anchorage, Alaska courtroom on Wednesday to first-degree murder of Cynthia C.C. Hoffman. Hoffman was found dead with a gunshot wound to the back of her head and bound with duct tape after she went missing on the Thunderbird Falls hiking trail. Prosecutors claim Bremer, who was 18 years old at the time, was catfished by a millionaire, quote-unquote, named Tyler, to murder someone in exchange for millions. Um, first of all, you ain't Google this nigga. <laughs> it's me, Tyler. Uh, what's your last name? I don't need to see your net worth. Right. Police later revealed the catfish to be Darren Schill- Schillmiller, who was then 21 years old. Um, on the day of Hoffman's disappearance, Bremer told police that she and then 16-year-old Caden McIntosh borrowed a friend's car and drove to the popular hiking trail with Hoffman on June 2nd. She told police they had planned to take photos of each other tied up and bound Hoffman's hands, feet, and mouth with duct tape. Bremer said that at some point, McIntosh took a gun from her and shot Hoffman before pushing her to the river. They always, I've watched enough Snap to know, no one ever admits to being the, 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 the trigger person. It don't matter. Y'all all going to jail. They don't I know. Fuck. He was there. They always got some like stupid ass story that don't make no sense. Yeah, I tied her up. I took the picture. I blindfolded her. I took her to the river. I drove my car. I did this. But I and then it. someone suddenly at the last second, someone just pulled out a gun and shot her for no reason. I said, what? Mm-hmm. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. What is happening? I can't <laughs> believe this was not part of the agreement. Um, they then allegedly drove to a park, called Hoffman's family and said they were dropping her off at the park. Police said they went to another park and burned Hoffman's purse and other items, as well as the gun used in the shooting. McIntosh was also charged with one count of murder. The third teenager charged with one count of murder was named as 19-year-old Caleb Leland. How the fuck are there four people this stupid? Teenagers. Teenagers are stupid. (laughs) But 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 honestly though, I ain't never been this stupid, Karen. I haven't either. Yeah, I don't think it's a teenager thing. I think these people are especially stupid. I don't think it's cause like and like maybe this is the thing about me, but I've always been the one that's willing to be like, no, I don't need to be. I don't need to fit in that bad. <laughs> maybe that's why she did. I'm like, I ain't going. Mm-mm. maybe that's why she dead she was the one that didn't need to fit in it was like well then we'll kill your ass i don't know right the teens told police each of them was supposed to receive a share of the promise award for their role in the killing meanwhile shell miller was arrested august 2019 charged first degree murder and conspiracy to commit murder he is currently awaiting trial uh back in 2019 hoffman's family said the victim had mental age of a seventh grader and that she met Bremer when they were both students at so they basically killed a person that was like special needs. Oh yeah. no. Yeah, that's wow. crazy. She had a developmental disability that caused her daughter to operate intellectually at about seventh grade level that made her vulnerable, her father said. She should have had friends that she wanted. She shouldn't have had people that wanted to plot against her. And the ages of these people, I think, is sick. And now they don't have to live the nightmare that I have to live, he said at the time. So. Right. He ain't got his child. 
All right. Well, guess the race, Karen. White. Karen's going with white. Let's check the chat room and see what they believe. Next night, next Netflix documentary, white, white trash, white. She should have saw that Russian catfishing her from her house, white, white. I think the bitch is white, white and fatherless. Dumb blondes really do have more fun. It's fun for them to murder. Stare of echoes, white, murdering ass whites, white catfish. Sleepover homicide, white. Murdoch killed them too, white, white, white. A lot of whites on this one. The correct answer is white. And here's the pictures of the murderers, and all of them look like they shop at Hot Topic. That's uh, Denali Brimmer, the one that she's 22 now. Uh, this is the girl that that they killed. She was 19. Oh, she's pretty, right? Yeah, that yeah, that's crazy. Um, this is the dude um, that claimed. Huh, to be- ain't, ain't no, ain't nothing a million about that. He probably got ten dollars <laughs> in the bank account right now. What is we talking about? Right. Um, and then these are the two people that helped with the crime, Caden oh, and Caleb. Going to jail. Yeah, man. Where are the white fathers? You know, it's just what's going on in that community. Uh, all right, let's let's get to um, the bonus round. So far, Karen is two for two. Yay! Thought the bitch was white. I ain't racist. How can I be racist about? Anybody or anything in my life. How can I? Call them niggas. Just call them niggas. It's time to get gold chain it's wearing fried chicken and biscuit eating monkey eating baboon big guy fast running high jumping spear chucking 360 degree basketball. Uh, police arrested a man suspected of robbing an Ohio grocery store after his alleged getaway car was trapped at a car wash. Ah! <laughs> uh, You're like, you know what? I, I, you know, is that is that bird pooping my window? Let me clean it. Well, now I got the money. I just robbed. <laughs> The manager at a great giant Eagle grocery store spotted a man leaving with a shopping cart full of $498.41 in unpaid merchandise. She didn't do it to the penny, 41 cents. She reported the incident. To, well, they found that out, I'm sure, afterwards. I'm, I'm, I'm sure okay. she didn't know off the top of her head. She reported the incident to the store security who saw the suspect, suspect attempt to get into a potential getaway car. However, officials say the driver of the possible getaway car had gone to a nearby car wash while the suspect was in Giant Eagle. The car was trapped between several others and couldn't move. Wait a minute. Wait a fucking minute. So wait, it was two of them. It was two of them. One of them did the shoplifting. And while the one was doing the shoplifting. And the the getaway getaway car was like, oh, I think I'll get a clean car wash so we can get away smooth. (laughs) The getaway car got to be clean. Getaway clean? Did he want to make a clean getaway? I gotta be clean for these bitches. <laughs> they ain't gonna know what hit them when I pull up in the whip. <laughs> you got fed with five hundred dollars of groceries. Police arrested the so suspect. You, so you're rolling outside with your bucket and you ain't got no ride because he because they out there. <laughs> That's why they don't want no scrubs. That's why women don't want no scrubs right no, there. They're out there stuck between a Honda between a Honda Civic. 
in an SUV. Sitting on the passenger side of his uh, co-defendant's ride. Uh, police arrested the suspect who had an outstanding warrant in South Euclid and charged him with theft. They also arrested the driver of the possible getaway car who had an outstanding warrant with the Lakewood Police Department. Where well, you love when it all comes together. Uh, oh, that case? Karen well, you know what? This was a clean case, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Well, at least they didn't have to, you know, wash the money or whatever they... <laughs> <laughs> they have to worry about that. Karen, guess the race. Did you? What was her name? I don't have her names. I just got that picture. Mm-hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go black. All right, let's check the chat room and see what they believe. Outstanding warrants, black. Five finger licking discount, good black. Got to keep them rims clean, black. Well, listen, they spending okay. Stole five hundred dollars worth of chicken and hot sauce from the grocery store, niggas. <laughs> black, black. Oh, Shay, the correct answer. I need that Miguel wax polish, black. I don't know what that is. So fresh and so clean, black. Scrub the prints, black, niggas. The correct answer is black ah! <laughs> sitting in the drive through this picture is this from police body cam or something like this picture just look like two caught niggas they just look mm-hmm. I've never seen people look so bad at crime. They just look like, oh, what's going on over here? <laughs> Was he blowing his horn like, hurry up? And they're like, it's a car wash, dummy. I'm on, my car is on rails. I can't go nowhere either. Right. We both going to be sitting here for 10 minutes as it go through the cycle. I wonder if the cops just, just like walked up next to the car while I was still getting washed. Just and walking beside him. Right. So basically, so basically, what he leaving the parking lot? He basically got a rope, got to roll across the street with the fucking stolen groceries. Right. Roll up and like, nigga, why is you washing the car? Mm-hmm. But I like, man, I, I told you I had to get the car clean before we came up here. I told you I wanted to get the car washed. You might want to get that new car smell, cause by the time you get out of prison, you gonna want to smell the <laughs> new car. That ain't gonna be new no more. And it's gonna at least it can still smell clean. Uh, all and right. You know what, baby? Mm-hmm. They are prime examples of people that were not corny. Yeah, yeah exactly. At least they wasn't corny. My black though. ass is corny because I'm not doing that bullshit. It was like, we're we going to pick on the corny people. What we're going to do, we're going to rob shit. Mm-mm. Just call me Corny McCornison. Well, you can save, now you can save money on getting that wax. Ain't no need. Um, no all right. So we're ratcheting this time. Said that's his baby mama car, and I bet you she is pissed. She was like, "Not mm-hmm. a, not my car impounded. I can't take the back. I can't, I can't take the babies." Right. Because y'all want to do some raising Arizona crimes. Right. You <coughs> like you told me y'all was going to the grocery store. You ain't telling me y'all was gonna rob the bitch. Uh, traveler attempts to bring swords through TSA checkpoint, and they are size. The if if you like Ninja Turtles, Raphael's weapon, the two size. They brought those kind of swords. They are getting very creative. Did 
think that was gonna be okay? They was looking for. So they, they, so they put so, so they did it through do 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 the TSA. They didn't do it and put it in the carry on luggage. I guess not. Yeah. I guess, well, I mean, I don't know how it works. Honestly, I don't know if TSA also. We'll see. Oh, well, let's read the article. Uh, right. Okay. Why, why am I trying to answer questions? A traveler at Baltimore, Washington International Thurgood Marshall Airport, attempted to bring martial arts weapons through a TSA checkpoint. Right, that right. This is probably something they probably could have carried up, did carry on. But they was like, "Nigga, you can't bring this and go and think you can get your ass on the plane." I thought carry on is the one you take to get no, on the plane. They and have two kinds, you know, the the bags, the check yeah. it, that goes underneath the plane. Yeah, I yeah. Don't you said carry on. I think you meant okay. you might could check these, but you can't do you can't do carry on with them. No, you can't do carry. That's what I meant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you know they were like, no, nah, what you ain't gonna do is get on a plane with this, sir. Yeah. Online reports say travel the traveler was stopped and told he could not they could not go past the checkpoint with the swords. Ultimately, he voluntarily abandoned them. Now, here's my thing. I hate to be down with the cops. All right. <laughs> but ah! I feel like even the attempt should get you in jail. You knew better. I feel like even the attempt is like you go straight to jail. You can't get on no plane after that. What was you thinking? Mm-hmm. How you just going to be like, well, carry on. I'm like, who well, he might got some ninja stars up his butt. I don't know. Ain't no right. Ain't no teller what they got on person. You get on that plane and start doing them Naruto hand signs and shit and breathing fire on people. He's <laughs> like, oh no! The next thing you know, the whole plane going down. Won't nobody know what happened. He doing the sexy jutsu, you know? No, thank you. And plus, Raphael was the angriest Ninja Turtle. Like this wasn't like if they caught Mi- Michelangelo with some nunchucks. I mean, he's a party dude. You can let him go through, but but not this nigga. <laughs> No, no, never the anchor management issues. Mm-mm. What if it really is a Ninja Turtle, but it was wearing that trench coat they used to wear in the cartoons, and you know the magical trench coat make everybody think they was people, which is made no fucking With sense. The yeah, that don't make no sense. Three figures, six, three fingers, six foot tall, green people with shells, and people were like, "Oh, they got a trench coat on." Mm, I guess they do. <laughs> Look at the collar; looks human. Not uh, a human to me. He could have put them in a check bag, according to TSA spokesperson. But I guess he didn't have the oh. time. See, that's why you need to get there early. <laughs> so you can bring your ninja side. You know what? Keep showing up late then, y'all. I don't want y'all to be there early. <laughs> no, because then they could have put it underneath the plane. That's what I'm saying. I don't want you there early. I don't want the swords on the plane at all. If you feel the need to carry two sides with you anywhere you go, <laughs> I prefer you to take... They pref- keep getting keep getting there right before, right before it's time for the plane to take off. I prefer you to go ahead and do what your natural... Go to your natural route of transportation because that is not airplane <laughs> behavior. You get on the Greyhound with JL Covan, okay? That is bus behavior. And we don't it need this. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, like you might, maybe a train, but you definitely can't be doing that on a plane. Come on now. Mm-mm. All right, y'all. That's it. This is a late one. I'm going to be up a while getting this edited, putting it on YouTube and stuff. But it sounds fun. like. Yeah, sounds like the sound works. We should be able to record from this point on. Um, Yay! So everything's all good. And as always, I love you. And you um, And I'll talk to you soon. But uh, my bad, I didn't mean to mess that one up with me. All right, until next time, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.